I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation, where we have recorded the Katha Project. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and future. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Namaskaram, my name is Gayatri and welcome to the Katha Project. Today's story is about the mighty and powerful, but equally as cute and beautiful, Lord Ganesha. Have you ever wondered why Lord Ganesha has an elephant head, but the body of a human? Well, today's Katha tells the story of his birth. Enjoy listening. Goddess Parvati and Lord Shiva lived on Mount Kailash in the beautiful snowy Himalaya mountains at the very top of India. And some of the world's biggest mountains are in the Himalayas. Many times, Lord Shiva would travel deep into the mountains where he would meditate and do tapas for many days, weeks, or sometimes even months. During these times, Goddess Parvati would stay alone in their home. On one such occasion, Goddess Parvati decided that she needed the house to be guarded while she was alone inside, as there were many asuras or demons and wild animals that roamed the nearby forests. So one morning, before taking her bath, Goddess Parvati sculpted the most beautiful, adorable little boy out of clay, sandalwood and turmeric paste. The little boy had the cutest cheeks that were so pink. He had chubby, chubby arms that could give the warmest hugs. The little boy that Goddess Parvati made had adorable legs with feet that had little, little anklets that made a lovely sound when he danced. That little boy was brought to life by her powers and was given the strength of a thousand armies. Goddess Parvati fell immediately in love with her cute little son and hugged him tightly. She said, my darling child, I need to have my bath, so please protect the gate and do not let anyone enter. The little boy agreed and took his position at the entrance of the home. A little later, a cow came to the gate and tried to pass through. The little boy said to the cow, No, 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 I cannot let you in, my dear cow. My mother has told me not to allow anybody inside. Sometime later, Goddess Parvati's friend came to the house. The little boy said, No, 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 I cannot let you inside, dear friend. My mother has told me not to allow anybody inside. And then a tiny, teeny little mouse tried to slip through the fence. The little boy bent down and what did he say? That's right. No, no, no. I cannot let you inside, dear mouse. My mother has told me not to allow anybody inside. 
This way, the sweet little child kept his promise and guarded the house perfectly. Soon, Lord Shiva himself made his way back to the house and saw this unknown child at the gate. He did not know who it was and attempted to walk past and go inside. The little boy stopped Lord Shiva, again not knowing that he is in fact his father. He said, Lord, I do not know who you are, but my mother has told me not to allow anyone inside the house. Lord Shiva laughed and said, Little child, this is my house. Let me pass. But the brave little boy refused once more. He shook his head and firmly stopped Lord Shiva from entering. This angered the Lord. He called upon his armies to remove the child from the gate. But the little boy had been blessed with immense strength that helped him defeat even Lord Shiva's army. Amazed by the child's courage, Lord Shiva himself came with his Trishul, which is a mighty trident, and fought the boy himself. Even though the child was extremely strong, none can match Lord Shiva's mightiness. In that battle, the child was defeated and fell to the ground. Upon hearing the commotion, Goddess Parvati finally came running outside and saw that her darling son had fallen and was so sad that her own husband had defeated their son. She explained to Lord Shiva that she had made the boy herself and asked him to stand guard for the house. Lord Shiva was saddened to hear that he had caused such pain. He could not bring the boy back in his form. So Lord Shiva, with his devotees, went in search for an animal that would bring the boy back to life. Along the way, he came across a small elephant that had recently died and took its head back. Using his powers, Lord Shiva attached the elephant's head to the child's body and brought him back to life. Once reunited, Goddess Parvati hugged her darling boy once more. She named him Ganesha, and at that moment, all of the heavenly gods and goddesses showered the small boy with the elephant head with plenty of flowers. Acknowledging Ganesha's unwavering obedience and loyalty to his mother, Lord Shiva declared that whenever any task is started, Ganesha's blessings should be sought for good luck and success in that venture. And so, even today, when we do our pujas or start a new project, we always seek Lord Ganesha's blessings first, so that he may remove all obstacles or difficulties in our path. Next time, when you have some Play-Doh or even clay, why don't you try and make your own little Ganesha with big, beautiful elephant ears and a trunk, maybe with chubby little arms, a round belly and the cutest little feet with anklets? Lord Ganesha will always be with you and make sure that you are successful in everything that you do.
I hope you enjoyed that story about Lord Ganesha. Many of the kathas revolve around some names you may have heard, like Krishna, Sri Ram, Narasimha. These are incarnations or avatars of Lord Narayana. As we have now sought Lord Ganesha's blessings, we will embark on the wonderful stories that can be found among the 10 avatars or dasavataram of Lord Narayana. It will be an exciting series and even the grown-ups may not have heard some of the stories that we will tell. I'm working on getting the Qatar project on a few more platforms. Please do follow and subscribe to get the latest news. Namaskaram.